Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Pilar Alessandra. And today is your Valentine's Day bonus episode. This was Pilar's idea. And what are we going to do today, honey? Well, I've been talking about this actually for a couple of years. I think I can't remember what episode I was on where I was like, you know what we should do? And the idea was to find one of these mixtapes that Pat had made for me mm-hmm. yeah. when we were first dating yeah. and, uh, and, and then play them now and talk about them. I'm bummed, though, because the very first mixtape remains... It's somewhere. It's, it's here. Somewhere. It's got. To, we didn't throw it away. It's in the house somewhere. But w- that's <sighs> a mystery. I'm so bummed. So can I tell the story of that first mixtape? Uh, yes. So it was on Valentine's Day, our very first Valentine. <gasps> Apropos. Yeah. Duh. So um, I, I we've been dating since September of '95, mm-hmm. right? So now this was February of '96. So right. that's only October, November, December, January. Five months, and Pat had a key to my apartment. And what did we do in November of 95? That's dirty. What did we do in November of 95? I got my first ever credit card, and we went to Hawaii. (laughs) We went to Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah. So that's only like two months after we were dating. Right, right. Like, like... We we got a credit card. Pat was like, "Oh, you could get a credit card through this thing." We both like got five hundred dollars on it, which was like a lot of money for us. And we blew the whole thing on going to Hawaii. Yeah, went to Hawaii, which was so stupid. We are. I can't even believe we were. We've adults. never been there again. We were adults. We've never been there again. Right, because we couldn't afford to. Because we got in so much debt over the years, and then we finally got out of debt. I don't regret that trip. Anyway, Valentine's Day. So. We were only together for like five months. We'd already been to Hawaii. I don't know what the hell was going on with us, but clearly we were on a road to getting married. And uh, and he had a key to my apartment. Mm-hmm. Boy, was I easy. And uh, Valentine's Day morning. I, I kept running into those other guys who had keys, though. <laughs> go, hey, what are you doing? I'm just getting a bagel. I go, oh, all right. Well, okay. Interesting. <laughs> so... So I hear somebody break into my apartment on Valentine's Day morning, and I did hear it, but I pretended I didn't hear it because I kind of figured it was Pat, and I hear something get get all set up. And then, Did you say this phrase? Shh, I think that's my other boyfriend. <laughs> and then he closes the door, and then like I go rushing out, and there is this basket. I have never, ever had a Valentine's Day like this. This guy clearly knew me why? Because there was a coffee maker in it. Coffee maker. A coffee maker. And there was coffee in it. And there was a mug. And there was, like, there was all kinds of things he knew I liked. Right. You know, coffee, of course, being right up there. And uh, and this mixtape 
this beautiful mixtape, handpicked mixtape with all these songs. And it was so, so lovely. And I kept it through the years until clearly I lost it. So that is not the mixtape we're doing. In Christmas of the next year, Mm -hmm. still not married. Or is it the same year? Yeah, I guess so. Because it would be February of 2020. Wait, 1996. Oh, oh my math, God. Math. I know, 1996, and now we're in Christmas, this, 1996. Christmas in 1996. Yeah. So this would have been our second Christmas. Yeah. I don't remember. You always went home for Christmas. I sometimes I went home for Christmas. Was that the year I went home and I got deathly ill? No, that was the year before. Okay. Because <laughs> the year before, when you'd gone home and gotten deadly ill, you'd also. Well, I don't know. I don't know. There's some. Right. There, there's some. There was a year I went home there. and I got so sick and I just stayed in bed. And my everyone else just went and had Christmas dinner and left me at the house by myself. So, during that time, he had made me a Merry Christmas uh, CD. Uh, um, yeah, I cassette, mixtape, mixtape. Mix the episode's Sorry, called mixtape. I'm speaking of coffee. I'm I'm still on my first cup. I just woke up. You told me we weren't going to do this in. Till you go, well, I'm not going to do it until I have my coffee. And no, so you came I, up here with a coffee cup, so I thought no, you were ready to go. I didn't say that. So what happens is um, 26 years later when you you've been with somebody. You did say that we no, wouldn't no. do this when until we When you've been with somebody 26 years later, they never listen you to you. You did tell me that we wouldn't no, do this until you had your coffee. I said we would do this over coffee, Patrick. Well, over coffee. Well, you have half like of, your coffee is co- empty. Like a coffee talk kind of thing. That is what I said to you. When I was saying it, but you only half. Are listened. you talking about Linda Richmond's coffee talk? Oh my God. Do you remember 26 years ago when everything was so perfect? Paul Baldwin, coffee talk. I'm oh here with Pilar Alessandra. Oh my God. And at least you pretended to listen. So, anyway, so, so here is not the first mixtape, but the second mixtape I ever got. And of course, it was lovely and handpicked and, and, and had meaning. And I can't remember half the songs now, but. I found it and I thought, well, let's still do it for a Valentine's Day episode because I think I even mentioned it last year. So I'd here like we to are. Do it. Here yeah. we are. Look, I don't get embarrassed by almost anything. anything. Nothing, nothing embarrasses me. <laughs> but going through this song choice, because uh, some these these are not artists that you enjoy. Some of these artists I don't enjoy that much. That's not true. There's one. They had meaning. They had meaning. I guess they did. It was sweet. Well. Yeah. But this is like, you couldn't have enjoyed this mixtape. I did. I did. It was lovely. I mean, it, 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 it helped because I'm all about, I'm all about like, what's the words, right? What are, what are the words mean and all the symbolism of them? So yeah, I, I, I dug it. What I call the mixtape on the spine. It said, Merry Christmas, baby. That's, and, that's my, that's what and you it's, it. And uh, it's, um, it's a label maker. It has a yes. You loved your label maker, and then look, how how neat is my writing on there? Oh my god, truly, truly. I still have Pat fill out forms for me because I can't mm-hmm. do it. He's he's for hire, by the way. We have a always, I'm always for hire, according <laughs> to my wife. We have a list on the side of the refrigerator, which is an ongoing grocery list, either for Trader Joe's or for Target or for Ralph's, whatever, whatever the specific thing is. And so many times I have to ask Pilar. What is this word? Like, I don't know. I, what is nunya? She's like, no, that's that's olives. I'm like, no, look at it. There's not an O in this word. Yep. Can't do it. Have no. to type. 
All right. So how many songs? I, I, there's 24 songs on here. Yeah. It's 90 minutes, 45 mm-hmm. side, which is what the cassettes were. I didn't like a 120 minute cassette. I thought at that length that uh, the sound wasn't as good. So I liked it 90 minutes. That's what I like. 90 minutes to side. How about um, I, I pick a song and you pick a song and we do that? Mm, I guess so. Yeah? Can mm, I start? Sure. So I... Sure, baby. I do love this. This would have been something that I would have listened to as well. And it was uh, Head Over Feet by Alanis Morissette. All right. Head Over Feet. I got to turn up the sound because this one starts right in immediately. So you ready? Mm-hmm. No choice but to hear you. You stated your case time and again. I thought about it. You treat me like I'm a princess. Yep. I'm not <laughs> used to like that. You my day was You've already won me over In spite of me And don't be alarmed if I fall Head over feet And don't be surprised if I love you For all that you are I couldn't help it it's When I hear these songs... The, the first thing that I think of is how big Alanis Morissette's mouth is when she sings. Like it opens like, it's like the alien monster. You know what I mean? You're so... It's, it's amazing. Do you know what I think when I hear that song? Me? Because it's, you know, a Valentine's <laughs> Day episode. I think about Alanis Morissette. I think that <laughs> that is word for word exactly why... I fell in love with you and married you. No, that was absolutely that song nailed it for me. You know, because honestly, all the things she's saying about treated nicely, you know, and sort of getting somebody, and you already did it. You already won me over. Mm-hmm. You know, that was it. That was it. I'm like, yep, that spoke to exactly when I met you, and I was like, this is the guy. This is the guy. Who knew? Who knew this would be the guy? <laughs> this was the guy. I, I just think of Atlanta Mo- is, is And here you're thinking about her big mouth. Her big mouth. <laughs> so amazing. That was uh, uh, that was three songs into the mixtape. That was the third track in. I should have led with that maybe. <laughs> but it was a, but it says Merry Christmas baby so I actually led with uh oh, with, with a sideways Christmas song. That's why you put Now I'm seeing it now. The first song on there is 2000 Miles. So it must have been that you gave this to me and you were going home. Home, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's probably why. 2000 Miles because you were you were going to be we were going to be separated on Christmas. Let me hear a little bit of my favorite vocalist. Children will sing He'll be back at Christmas 
Very Valentine's Day. Very Valentine's Day. It, it's it's about love. <laughs> you just do anything to, to put her on. <laughs> to put Chrissy Hind on? Yes. Yes. She is super cool. You, that I was would... that was my Christmas present this year. That was my big thing. You got me that Gigundus Pretenders box set. And added her to the list and said, go for it, Pat. So there you go. Well, you should have added her to the list like 20 years ago. I know. I know. But I, I feel safer now. now. I'm 58 and she's 70. You know, you know, she'll still wear you out. So, <laughs> I'm tired right now, just talking to you. <laughs> uh, do you want to pick another one since you just? Threw I that haven't one picked in? one yet. Uh, well, you did play two thousand miles. Um, I'm playing them all. I'm okay. controlling the board. I'm in charge. Okay, go for it. Okay, I'm going to pick one that is just embarrassing that I picked this because I didn't really listen to the lyrics. I don't really. I didn't really understand. What oh. this song was about? It's the Joe Jackson song. I know. I'm the one that pointed out what what the song was really about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, the song is the song is "Be My Number Two. Mm-hmm. and explain what it's really about. It's it's really about like, okay, I broke up with this person. You want to be the second? You want to? You wanna, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I always heard it as, "Would you be my number two? Like we go together. Like I'm number one and you're number two. Mm-hmm. That's how I always heard it. Would mm-hmm. you be my number two? Mm-hmm. But but the next thing he says is me and number one are through are through. Yeah. See, the thing is, sometimes I don't listen to the second or third word in a song, <laughs> so I'll play it though because it's it's a great song. Yeah. It's just not shouldn't be on a mix mixtape Valentine's Day mixtape really, right? Well, it wasn't Valentine's Day; it was Christmas. But yes, shouldn't be on a mixtape of any type. Won't you be my number two? And number one are through There won't be too much to do Just smile when I feel blue And there's not much left of me What you get is what you see Is it worth the energy I leave it up to I like his voice. You know, it was a perfect song for me, and this is why. First of all, I loved that song. Okay. I listened to it in college. Whew. I loved it. Score. Um, it, I think it sounds incredibly romantic, but also, look, people are human, and by the time we met, I was 29, you were 31, even though you lied about your age, uh, and... Um, I said I know, was 54. And I I had come off of a terrible breakup, so it was, this was, uh, to me, it's not a, hey, you want to, come man, you want to join the party? It's it's more of a healing song. So I, I do think it's incredibly romantic, grown up and human. Let me backtrack a little bit. Nailed it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Did it. All right. This next one, uh, we went to see a ton of movies. Mm-hmm. We went to see movies all the time until the children came and ruined that. Oh my god! For years, they ruined it so badly. Yeah, because once you have kids and you want to go to a movie, it's it's expensive because you got to get a sitter, you got to plan it. Do you remember? I used to read scripts every day for 
my babysitter so or or put them in classes so i'd have all of these students that i would trade with like hey yeah, you, would, uh, you know, so we didn't you have take to pay a class, them you i'll read your script anything so you and i could get a date yeah. so yes they were like really smart accomplished writers well, now they're accomplished. Yeah, they, like, yeah, they're working writers. They've made Lifetime movies. They've made all kinds of stuff. Jen Notice uh, is a huge writer-producer yeah. who t- has like a, a major amount of like Hallmark and Lifetime and all those kind of movies and was just uh, uh, our babysitter. You know? And now Rita is her babysitter. Yes, yes. Rita babysits it's like her comes kid. full circle. Yes, yes. And but Jen, we would do that so we could go see movies for sure. And Rita likes Jen because Jen play, pays really well. <laughs> no, what happened was um, it became 2022. And it turns out the babysitters get like, they, they get sweet wages, especially in California. No, but like Jen, like if, if, if Jen says we'll be home at nine and they come home at like 9.15, I think Jen just pays for the whole extra hour. <laughs> You know, and Rita loves that. She's like, I was only supposed to get this and I got this, you know, so it's good. So, but one of the movies we saw, we saw Jerry Maguire. Right. Right. Oh, that was so romantic. Such a great movie. I loved it so Mm -hmm. much, especially when you're like in love with somebody at the, I'm I'm in love with you now too, honey. But (laughs) I just dropped my pen. I mean, like when you're like. You know, in that new kind of state. It's a different love. It was such... It's a different feeling. It was <laughs> such a perfectly yeah. romantic movie. I loved it. It's not going to be romantic when we go to Home Depot today and pick out gravel. No, come on. That's hot. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll sneak away to like the uh, uh, smoke alarm aisle and see if we can get those things <laughs> cooking. Yeah. No. Uh, so one of the songs in Jerry Maguire is a song I love. It's uh, Secret Garden by Bruce Springsteen. And they played like a, they added strings to it, I believe, for the Jerry Maguire soundtrack. And uh, this, we we always uh, admit that this probably should have been our wedding song. It should have been, but it was a little like risque, so we didn't, we didn't yeah. use it. Yeah. Let me in your mouth. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. That's the risque part, I right? I know. I know. Later. <laughs> you want to hear the song? You've played it on the show so many times. <laughs> Because of this. This is like episode 600 and something. It's okay. There are new listeners that haven't heard every episode. Okay. All right. Go for it. That's what you always have to remember. I I always just feel like this episode, this might be someone's first episode ever Uh listening to the show. Yeah. You know, that's like when bands play songs that you're tired of hearing, they're thinking, there's people in the audience tonight that have never seen us live. So we have to play this song. So I'm going to play this song. Okay. And I'm going to turn your mic off. (laughs) Gives you a key. You come <laughs> knocking late Way too early. <laughs> She'll let you in her mouth. Risque. If the words you say are right. If you pay the price. She'll let you deep inside. There's a sea. It's still a great tune. It is great. It's great. Smooth Bruce. Yeah. But remember what we really ended up dancing to at the wedding? Because, okay, we we picked this song and we had gone to a dance class 
and we both froze on the dance floor, oh did not God. do any of those things, and it was the world's longest song, and everybody was really uncomfortable. Oh, it was it was it was dismal. But what we really kicked it to, and people watched, and we had a great time dancing to, was Aerosmith. Um, don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to miss a thing. But let me. I want to try. I, I think that's more our anthem. That I'm, was that was so much fun. I want to find that Sting song that we. No, 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 no. It's so boring. It's so boring. It's so, it's very lovely, but no. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Let's move on. Move on. I found an, I found an embarrassing one. I think this is pretty embarrassing. Uh-oh. I don't want to live without you. <laughs> yeah, it's a band you don't, you hate. You hate Foreigner. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so this is, this is a misstep on my part. You want me to, pl- I'm going to play it though. You brought it up. Okay. All right. I love the song, though. It's just not good for Pilar. (laughs) I find myself in a strange situation And I don't know how What seemed to be an infatuation Is so different now I can't get by if we're not together At least it's not that like big ballad. I don't want to live without you. Like, it's not like that. Like, one you mean of those. I want to know what love is? That one. That one. Yeah. No, this is a nice one. Yeah. Number one on the adult contemporary charts. Number five on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. So it's uh, that was a hit. I love that song. I really do like it's that sweet. song. It's sweet. It's sweet. You know, I've come around to Foreigner. To be honest with you, that used to be the 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 band that I was like, oh no, not Foreigner. But then there were so many years of so many bands that you played <laughs> that I hated so much more. That Foreigner has really. I'm what? like I I'm I'm willing to adopt it and what band? Make do, breakfast for it. What band do I play that you like? Oh. <laughs> Name a band. You like the police? Yeah, look, I like, I used to like pretty much everything that you play, that you like in very small doses. But you, there is no such thing as small doses for you. So you can make anything insufferable. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm going to pretend like I don't hear that. I will be editing some things out of this podcast. Oh. All right. I'm going to play this one. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers um, from the movie She's the One, which is not a good movie. Ed Burns film. We did not like it. Yeah, we didn't. It, it was no. like... <sighs> Just not good. Yeah. But Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers did the soundtrack. And I like this song. It's called California. And just the first line is uh, sums it up for me because I've lived here longer than anywhere else I've ever lived. And this is where I met my girl. Mm-hmm. And this is where I had my kids. Mm-hmm. And this is where I got my cat. <laughs> so here's a song called California. California. 
Such a great song. And I just realized uh, someone, I read this in an article where someone else said this. And then I'm like, well, that's that's exactly how it was for me. I moved to California. I had never been here in my life. I had never visited here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had only seen pictures. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like I'd never been here. Had you been here before you moved here? Absolutely. My dad lived here for uh, couple years yeah got in the car drove to california never went back isn't that that's so awesome i love that i love that about you in general like um you know when i first visited you in pennsylvania for christmas Mm -hmm. um i you know your your sister lived down the street or or no she hadn't even moved yet your sister lived at home i think yeah (laughs) sister lived at home your brother lived a mile away yeah a mile away your parents never got Same in house. a plane. They, they were scared of planes. My parents, the house my parents live in right now is they moved into that house when I was six months old and there they are. Right. And so I meet, I meet Pat's parents and I meet all of them. They're lovely people, but Pat had left for Chicago, mm-hmm. had lived in Chicago and had been on the road as a standup for six years when I met him. And it made me go, how did this kid ever get out of <laughs> it's here? It's almost impossible. It really made even... me go like, and it was different for me where yeah. I was expected to leave the house right. as soon as possible. But but like to leave and start your own life, d- despite somebody saying, it's scary out there, don't do it, live with us. Yeah. That's really brave. So that that really made me, that sealed the deal for me big time. My mom's whole job in life is to try to get you to never leave Holidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. And it turned out. Or as they say it there, Holidaysburg. She was really mad at me for years. I didn't know it, but I'm the reason that Pat never came home because- That's not even the reason. It's totally, in her mind, it totally was for years and years and oh, years. For her, in her mind, in it her is. In her mind, yes. it was. Yeah. It was. That's why Pat never yeah. came back because he met this girl and otherwise he'd be back living She has in foolish ideas about how the world works. She's different, but- yeah. I think you're different. I, that's I, what my mom would say about you. Ha ah, that Pilar is different. She's different. And I was always like, oh, thank you. Cause I yeah, thought that meant no, that's good a native. Things. That's no. not a good thing in Pennsylvania talk. No, but, um, but you know, I think she's come around now. It's, it's only taken two decades yeah. or so, but I think, I think, I think, you know, she'd hang, we, we hang yeah. whenever I see her, we hang, we talk. Yeah. Yeah. I like her. Mom, do you want to try some yellow curry? <laughs> that's different. <laughs> that means I don't like it. I never want that again. <laughs> but she would try it. I'm like dad. It. Yes. Is it spicy? <laughs> that's what my dad's. Is it spicy? I think my I, dad I, thinks black pepper is spicy. Oh God, your dad. Yeah. It's the, the, we love talking about your mom because we can, we can make fun of your mom because we know ultimately she, her heart is so in the right place and she, yeah. she will try things and she'll, you know, she she tries. She tries. Yeah. And my dad's the Grinch before his heart grows 
Right. Your dad, your dad doesn't, doesn't try very hard. No. Yeah. Not at all. Zero um, trying. So I've got a song here. Um, how about You're My Favorite Waste of Time? Marshall Crenshaw. You do like Marshall Crenshaw. Uh, yeah. Look, I like, I like most of the artists on here. Friend of the, friend it of the show. It was a lovely mixtape. You talked to Marshall Crenshaw on the telephone once. One time he did call and he was like, hi, this is Marshall Crenshaw. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I'm um, trying to find this podcast, and you're like, oh, yeah. it was. I think he was like one of your first celebrity guests, right? Yeah, he was one of the first. Yeah, he was one of the first, like episode eighty six. That's when he called. Yeah, yeah. yeah couldn't find the uh, couldn't find the offices. All right, here we go. Okay. My favorite. You're my favorite waste of time. You are. Some artists on this mixtape, they got like a two for Tuesday action going. I would put two songs back to back by the same artist. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play another Marshall Crenshaw song that I put on here. I wanna say the reason I love that song so much is um on this is you and I, I mean, this is another thing, pre-kid, we would go walking, like when we lived in the Fairfax mm-hmm. district, yeah. and every day we would just go somewhere and just walk around and go to something that was just dumb and you know like yeah, yeah. there was just a lot of fun wasting of time mm-hmm. and like i haven't wasted time since the year 2000 i'm just like i never i would i long for the days of wasting time and it was that's that's all we did we would also sleep into like one in the oh, afternoon so sweet and now we can't it's like we can't, we physically can't. I just anymore. don't. I'm up so early all the time. I'm just up. Yeah, like you got up at like seven. It's I recorded Sunday. a podcast. I recorded a podcast before this. You did? Yes. And I've uploaded it. It's the Monday bonus episode that goes out tomorrow, February 7th. I already uploaded it and I already sent it to the ASAP club, the Patreon people. Yeah. So this is my second go round. That is depressingly productive. Yeah. yeah that yeah. first podcast, my voice sounded like this. <laughs> Uh, well, here's the other Marshall Crenshaw song that I put on your mixtape. This is called I'll Do Anything. I gotta send a message. Gotta send it to your heart from mine. I even wrote you a letter. I know there's no real harm in trying. I'll play the Now remember, we're not saying don't have kids. We're just saying that you have to pivot when you have kids. Yes. 
you do. And you have to still try doing the fun things that you yeah. like, it's the even pe- with kids, yeah. because otherwise. We, we were never the people that said, oh, we can't do anything anymore because of the kids. And we never went... We never went all like some people have kids and then every, it's all about the kids 24 seven. And we, we don't necessarily do that. No, not till number two. <laughs> now, number one, we took Ezra everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But when we got to number two, we were too exhausted to do that. Yeah, well, then so you got to take two. You got to take two. You got to take two kids. Right. With, with number two, we were like, oh, yeah, let's just make it all about the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Rita is our number two. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. All right. So this is where I start to not know what any of these songs are. Which means are. you listen to like eight songs and then never listen to no, the no, rest. No, no, no. I listened to all of them. I all did. Right. Well, it'll be a surprise But I'm not for you. recognizing titles. Like I'll recognize mm-hmm. them when I hear them. All right. But let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not sure what this is. Uh, okay, so what is... What's this song by the Dead Kennedys? I don't know this one. Uh, what, yeah, like you'd ever put anything for the Dead Kennedys. <laughs> um, uh, what about, what is, which one is We Belong? That's a Pat Benatar song. Oh, that one? Yeah. Oh, let's skip, skip that one. Okay. What, you don't like that song? I like it. All right. Well, well yeah, it. just put, yeah, go nope. for it. We belong. Let's get get a little. It sounds like you don't like let's it. Get a, get a woman's voice in it. Go for it. All right. Many times I tried to tell you. Many times I cried alone. Always I'm surprised how well you cut my feelings to the bone. Don't want to leave you really. You know, I roll my eyes with with Pat Benatar, but then you start playing it, and I am transported <laughs> to fourteen years old, where I'm just like, "Yes, she's so great! Oh my god!" Uh, Christy Stratton and I are going to be doing a Pat Benatar episode. How crazy is Christy going to be going for this Pat Benatar song? Yeah, oh, it's going to be great. I'm I'm consulting on a script with her right now. Mm-hmm. We do it in stages. That's yeah. how I work now. And Pat Benatar figures prominently. <laughs> As uh, as an anthem, one of her songs is an anthem in this. That's all I'm going to say without giving it away. Um, but yeah, that's going to be fun. She's uplifting. You can't like you. You hear it, and you're like, yes, yes. I'm going to put some eyeliner on and go conquer the world. Christy's like the sister that I wish I had. Ah. Yeah. Oh. That's what I think. Are you going to cry? No. Don't cry. I'm not crying. Why would I cry? <laughs> I don't cry. There's a song in here that'll make me cry. If it comes up, it'll make me cry. Uh, what, what is it? Christy's like our cool friend. Uh, yeah, she's one of our cool friends. We have lots of cool friends. We have two. 
What? What? Christy. Christy. No, come on. <laughs> no, We've we, got a million no, cool, we have friends. cool friends. Uh, to be honest with you, pretty much all of our friends are cooler than we are. Why are they friends with us? I uh, I don't know. You know why? Because we're solid. Yeah. We're but- rock solid. <laughs> 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 What's the next tune? No, uh, next one's your pick. Okay. So this is one of my, I love the movie Tootsie. I love it. Yeah. I recently watched it and for me it holds up except for one scene. There's one scene that doesn't hold up. Uh-huh. Otherwise it's perfect. Right. It's the scene when Dustin Hoffman as Tootsie as uh Dorothy Michaels is uh left in charge of um who's the actress who's the lead actress in it? I can't remember. I can't remember. Really pretty. Oh, oh, oh. Uh Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang. He's babysitting her infant and it's that it's just the stereotypical a man can't take care of a baby which i've always hated that scene Mm -hmm. always 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 so there's a montage of him just not being able to do it and then eventually she comes home and how was everything great fine everything was fine i thought you were going to say like some some scene that like doesn't hold up because of some ism in it that we would always casually have in movies no 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 no, i think it's pretty straight up i think it's good so anyway but i've always loved the theme song by stephen bishop it might be you and you had him on your show he was, he was on the show with Mike Siegel, and then uh, Mike and I ended up sitting next to him in the fifth row of of a Art Garfunkel concert. But the biggest thing for me was when your sister Suzanne got married. <laughs> yes. At the Kodak Theater. At the Kodak Theater. <laughs> That it was it was voted one of the top weddings. What magazine voted it? One oh, of the, no, no, not what it was the wedding of the year by Event Magazine. That's pretty the, okay. Huge. The wedding of the year by Event Magazine. Uh, Pilar's sister Suzanne, Aunt Suzanne, my my stepsister. Well, because, yeah, but well, who I love Suzanne's. I was her. I was one of her maid of honors, right. we're really cl- close. But I only say this to make it very clear that we didn't pay for this wedding. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, was, no. This no. was her groom paying for yes, the wedding. This was her groom. She married well. <laughs> yeah, and and so at one point, um, her husband Gary is starting to introduce the song that they're going to dance to, and as he's starting to introduce it, I, I said to Pilar, "I go, is Stephen Bishop here? Is Stephen Bishop coming out? Is he?" gonna sing this song and what happened he did oh my god he did i was like what is going on yeah yeah it was nuts all right it might be you and it was time i've been passing time watching trains go by all of my life Lying on the sand, watching seabirds fly, wishing there would be someone waiting home for me. Something's telling me it might be you. It's telling me. Looking back as lovers go walking past. Do you like that song? I like it because you like it, honey. Oh, that means you don't like it. <laughs> uh, another thing I remember about that wedding is there was a there was a stack of wrapped 
boxes. It was your wedding favor. And when you left, uh-huh. you you were supposed to take one. Yeah. And these boxes were the same size as an iPod box. And I said to Pilar, I go, is everyone getting an iPod today? Because this is if, they, if everyone gets an iPod, that is going to be so great. And then I'm also going to be so angry. But if we, everyone's getting an iPod. And then they weren't iPods. They were uh, whoopie pies. They were whoopie pies. Just as good. I was psyched. Yeah. yeah. Just as good as an iPod. But it was the exact. And I'm like, oh, I know those are iPods. And it was just like a... St- a stack of them, 500 iPods. <laughs> no. But they weren't instead. It wasn't it was, that. I mean, that's crazy. Well, look, there was. it's at the Kodak Theater. That's where they held uh, the Academy Awards. I know. It was so... It Lavish? was so crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. They got married on the stage. And so yes. we're in the in the stage. We come in through the backstage. We don't kind of re- even realize that's yeah. what we're on. They get married. And of course, the stage is so huge that you can have a complete wedding of walking down an aisle and all this stuff. And as soon as they said, I do, a scrim lifted and a gospel choir uh, appeared singing hallelujah. Is there, <laughs> is there a videotape of this wedding somewhere? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I want and to then, see it. And then once the scrim lifted and you saw the gospel choir, then you realized that the entire audience had their, a floor had gone over it and there were just tables and tables and tables and tables and tables. And it was, it was nuts. It was so, it, so nuts. But it uh, was, it yeah. was unbelievably. Yeah. And I had an awesome wacky. dress. I got to yeah. like this you look bride's, great. bridesmaids dress that was designer and yep. all this stuff. Yep. You look Man. fantastic. You always look good in the dress. Oh, thanks. What are you wearing right now? I am wearing a uh, fuzzy robe and slippers, and she I'm not lying. a fuzzy robe. <laughs> Remember the old days where She's I wore black dresses? Coffee bread. I'm sorry, Pat. Um, I'm going to pick. She her fuzzy slippers. That's right. That's right. 26 <laughs> years. Okay, so uh, here's from uh, Don't Know Much. I do know this song, and it's so sweet. Oh, this is the one that will make me cry. Ah! I don't know if I can play it. Play it. I already cried on the episode when Ezra was on. <coughs> now I'm going to cry at this episode. You okay. cry at everything. Here we go. See, I can't even push play. Play it. All right. I'm already tearing up. Look at this face. I know the years are showing. Look at this life. I still don't know where it's going I don't know much But I know I love you Pilar's mouthing the words <laughs> That may be all I need to know Like his voice is great and then Look at these eyes Just gets better They've never seen what matters at these dreams so big and so better I don't know much but I know I love you and that may be all I need to know Sometimes people will ask, uh, do you and Pilar have a song? What's your song? And I always say it's Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. That's <laughs> what I always tell people our song is. I go, oh, it's Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. 
Well, actually, that that is so appropriate for now. Absolutely, hmm. I I vote I vote on that one. Yeah, maybe that'll be the playout song. Ah, that was sweet. Don't know much. Okay, you pick what's another one? Another one? Yeah. Um, I do like uh, I do like this song from Robin Zander's solo album called "I've Always Got You." So let's play it. He's the lead singer of Cheap Trick. Yep. All right. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Co-written with Mike Campbell from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I pick. I don't. I think this is you make love and fun. Is uh, who sings it? Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, but the it's Christine McVie, and you always say you don't I, like Christine McVie. I don't McVie's. like her voice. I know. She's Why so don't you like boring. that voice? She has a really kind of boring flat voice, especially compared to Stevie Nicks, who whom I love. But. I do like the sentiment of this song, and I like the title. I think you're going to change your mind when you hear this song with headphones on. Okay. Did it get you any more that time? No. No. Her voice is boring. <laughs> so she does not make singing fun. No. No. Um, for, I guess for me, that song is all about John McVie's bass and McFleetwood's drumming. I mean, that, that rhythm section really moves that song along to me. I love it. It's about the title. I like the title. You make loving fun. Mm, all right. Well, yeah. you do. Aw. No, you do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a song. I believe this was played over the end credit. Don't hold me to this. I believe the first time I heard this song was played over the end credits of a um, who's the who's the director Lawrence Kasdan film called Grand Canyon. Oh yeah, I believe I believe the song was over the end credits. It's a Warren Zevon song, and I've always loved it since the first time. Sometimes an end credit song will come up, and you'll just be like, oh. What is this? And then you stay till the end credits are done, find out what song it was and 
who sang it. So this is called Searching for a Heart. And I've always loved this song. Darkness in the morning Shadows of the land Certain individuals Aren't sticking to the plan And I'm searching for a heart Searching everyone They say love conquers all You can't start it like a car Stop it with a gun like that song you know i'm looking at at your tape here yeah and i'm realizing you told a, a nice little story here because you know how it starts with 2000 miles mm-hmm. your last two songs are isn't it nice to be home again and let my love open the door there you go so the whole idea is i'm leaving for christmas mm-hmm. listen all these songs yep. and now i'm home again let my love open the door isn't that sweet? I'm, uh, I'm a storyteller. You are. You, you know? are. Should we give that uh, cassette away as a prize? <laughs> you suck. Yeah, no. No one gets it. It goes back It goes back in a box for me to lose for another 20 what years. What do you call that box? It's Pilar's special box? Yeah, Pilar's special box. <laughs> there really are these Boy, that these could boxes. take on a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of them. Pilar's special box. Yeah, how many special boxes can you have? I, I've lived a long time now, so there's uh, a lot of boxes. I am just finding greeting cards, and I don't know what to keep and what not to keep. You know what I mean? It's very Where difficult. Where are you finding them? If they're in a box, leave them. Leave them in Pat's special box? Yes. All right. Yeah. I, I still tell people you're my special box. Oh, this is so sweet <laughs> in a disgusting way. <laughs> What's your next song? Well... I know what Let My Love Open the Door is, but I don't know what Isn't It Nice to Be Home Again is. I don't, it doesn't ring a bell as far as what the song is. The song is only 55 seconds long. Oh, go for it. All right. A date last night so far away I dreamed myself a dream Well, I dreamed I was so all alone isn't it nice to be home again? I said, welcome home. Didn't we miss your smiling face? Well, the sun was nice in L.A. Sunshine, isn't it nice to be home again? Well, I said, isn't it nice to be home again? Okay, I, I got no more songs after that. That is a perfect song. I love that. Yeah, perfect. That's, 55 seconds. And you know what? In and out. For me, that resonates so much more all these years later, to be honest with you. That is, that makes me feel good. I love it. All right. Well, we could end it there. Let's, it's very short. Let's do it. Let's end it. All right. Short and sweet. All right. 
I hope you guys are having a nice Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Happy for sure. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, get your wife coffee. Yeah, or hug your kid. Or call your friend. It doesn't have to be, you know, you, if, you, if you feel like right now, oh, I'm not in a relationship, don't worry about it. You're in a relationship with somebody that you love, whether it's a family member or a friend or a pet. Yeah, hug your cat. Hug your cat. What am I going to get Fila this year? She's so demanding. I know. All right. Well, I love you. I love you too. I'm going to close it out with Let My Love Open the Door. Deal. Because we have to have a playout song. Wait, what about Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train? You said that was oh, going to be the, the playout song. I did, didn't I? I think that's, yes, yes. All right. Well, let me, I got to look it up. I got to find it. It's uh, Welcome to Our Life Now in 2022. Okay. Here we go. This is uh, our song. See you later. See you later.